Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined by <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I was very sing-songy with your voice with your name today. <laughs> you know how last time I was saying that like when you sign off uh with bye, oh, no. it sometimes cuts out. It did yeah. that just then too. <laughs> Since I'm here with Jeff. <laughs> Excellent. That is exactly how I wanted it to sound. So uh, from now on, everyone just call me Jeff, and that's it, please. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, my voice gets too high pitched when I say the word goodbye at the end of our podcast, and I just cut off. So. You know what you have to do? Instead of going up, you have to bring it down. So you have to. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway. Just cut this in at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Then we don't have to say goodbye today. Indeed. <laughs> anyway, if you've made it this far into the podcast, what's wrong with you? Why are you still here listening to us ramble? But we're going to continue rambling yes. with our discussion of today's Netflix original movie, Stowaway. Stow which, away. when we originally started decided to talk about it was in the netflix top 10 but as of yesterday <laughs> not anymore but it was very recently in the netflix top 10 <laughs> it was and i mean probably because it just has really big names anna kendrick tony collette daniel kim i'm not sure if shamir anderson is well known or not but all very good actors but right. you know kind of big names for this seemingly tiny movie yes um, so yeah, if you haven't heard of it, it's about a group of three people who set off on a two-year trip to Mars, only to find out shortly after launch they have somebody who accidentally got on board and <laughs> wasn't planning to be on the ship at all. And yeah. it's kind of their adventure of like I, I say that like it's a, like it's a comedy. It's actually a very <laughs> serious movie. <laughs> yeah. Not much not and too much comedy going on. There's really no comedy in it at all. It's a very like stoic and serious movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not stoic or serious, so my descriptions can be misleading. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, but, though, yeah. before we get too much into it, can we talk about the fact that stowaway is kind of a misnomer for like what this actually <laughs> is? <laughs> yes, because stowaway implies that that person intended to be yeah. there for some sinister reason. <laughs> Yeah, which is definitely not the case. He just... Oh, Although... I, yeah. <laughs> what? I was going to say, I'm, I am a little confused about how he would, like, get stuck in there and no one would realize it. Oh, my gosh, Jamie. Nothing about the situation <laughs> makes sense. How did he get up in the ceiling and injured severely enough that it also damaged their carbon dioxide scrubber? Like, without somebody, like, pinning him up in the ceiling somehow? Yeah. Why, why does, is there, there's never any explanation given as to why he was up there and what happened to him I <laughs> and guess, how that thing got damaged. Yeah, my understanding of that is that he was, like, in some part of the ship like in the in the whole area like fixing or i don't know what he was doing but he wasn't actually like in that area when he started but with the takeoff he like flew and you know in the interior of the ship and like smashed into that area but i guess he my understanding was that he was always behind the wall somehow why i don't know <laughs> right 
it, like she had to use a screwdriver yeah. to like unscrew it to get it to come down <laughs> like how did he get and it's not very big it's not like it's a room where he could have walked up from the other side somehow like he had to have intentionally gotten into this wall <laughs> unless he was like yeah, unless it is like a bigger space inside and he was maybe had like unscrewed it to crawl in and then was fixing something and then like on takeoff or like just before takeoff, they noticed it was unscrewed and they're like, why? And just like <laughs> screwed him in there and then takeoff jostled him and like knocked him out. Um, I did notice because I did watch it a second time. And yeah, the main plot point here is that his he basically destroys the life support system and i i didn't realize it the first time i saw it but like it's actually like the life systems life support system is fine when he's first up there but she actually the commander i think we only know her as barnett um notices that like part of his gear is on that tubing and then because she unscrewed it and he falls out um it rips the gear out uh it rips the tube out and so then that destroys the system so it was intact oh. up until the point that she released him um okay which i guess if these she, could have been yeah <laughs> yeah and i guess like that kind of brings up a point like if she hadn't if he hadn't been well i guess he had, yeah if he hadn't been injured i guess maybe he would have woken up in there eventually but i was maybe. gonna say yeah i guess if he were injured but like the blood wasn't leaking out Presumably, he might just have bled to death or something, in which case they would have been fine. But (laughs) well, they probably would have eventually started to smell something. Probably for it. (laughs) But he wouldn't be using the oxygen, I guess. But uh, we also wouldn't have a story. But yes. um, So aside from that plot point, um, would you think about the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought the movie was very well done. I thought the actors did a very good job i thought the movie was very weird (laughs) i it wasn't it wasn't boring but i it just did not go the way that i thought it would at all (laughs) yeah and that was it uh, upsetting (laughs) yeah no definitely i agree i feel like uh even though it it, i mean i guess they were like we said it wasn't a comedy there are a couple like light-hearted parts in it that kind of gives it a lighter tone so then it, I think it kind of like lulls you into security, a sense of security that maybe it'll work out <clears throat> because, you know, right. uh, Michael starts finding like odd jobs to do. He's helping that he's helping David with his research and all of that. So it kind of makes it seem like it'll be fine. Um, and then <laughs> one thing after the other just falls apart and it's kind yeah. of a disaster. But I agree that like, the way the movie was shot, um, the acting, like all of everything about like the production and implementation and filming of the movie was great. Um, there were just like a couple like plot points that I'm like, mm. yeah, Yana? well, I feel like, I feel like my notes, like most of them are actual questions. They're oh, that's like, good. Like, like what? They'll know, like me questioning the movie. Like, yeah. why was no one watching him if he to see if he was going to wake up? Why was he able to just get up and walk around the ship? You know, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> and there there didn't seem to be enough explanation or backstory. Like we know very little about any of the actual characters and like why they got onto the ship. Yeah. And it just seemed like like surprisingly little, I guess. 
Yeah. You know, I you get like little snippets here and there, but you don't really know them at all. No, I feel like the only person we actually get to know kind of is is Michael, probably to make us feel like extra um, like empathetic towards his yeah. potential death. Um, but we learned right. that like he's the only guardian of his sister now and they were he lost his parents in a fire and he had aspired to be, you know, part of the crew on the next mission and like all of these kind of things. Um, but yeah, we don't really learn too much about Zoe besides like her beach story. We don't learn anything right, like, about the ca- the commander <laughs> or David. <laughs> well, yeah, we know that it's like the commander's last journey, but that's all we know about her. About her, David. We know he has a wife, and yeah. that's that's his, and that he studies the way plants grow on Mars. I guess <laughs> and that he's been yeah. doing that for a long. time. And the doctor, yeah, we know that Zoe had had like an experience when she was younger where she had been willing to like almost sacrifice her life to try and save somebody and of yeah. course that's like what she ends up doing then ultimately is sacrificing her life to save the three people who are on the ship yeah. um so like we get this one little tidbit from her past and then you know i guess it's like foreshadowing or something <laughs> yeah yeah kind of obvious foreshadowing i mean so so this is something maybe you thought this as well so at, you know to remind everyone who's listening at one point it becomes clear that either they're going to have to climb up to the rocket and get this oxygen or, you know, two of them are going to have to basically walk into space and die because they don't have enough oxygen for even three anymore after the algae is gone. And there are a couple things that are interesting with that exchange. First of all, uh, we're, we're to understand that both Zoe and David had the same training for everything in here. Um, the actor who plays David, whose name is Daniel, looks very jacked, like very muscular man. And yet we're to assume that the wisp of a woman who is Anna Kendrick is more capable of pulling herself up a rigging than him. Yeah. I'm like, wh- uh, who? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That coupled with the fact that, like, we learn, he says straight up that his mission is to try to scrub di- scrub um, carbon dioxide via algae on Mars. But he's used right. up all of his supply. He literally cannot do his task anymore. His life's work, right. as he says. So then it's kind of like they're also then sacrificing a medic <laughs> to, <laughs> to go and do this and I'm I, that part I was kind of like yes David does say I, I'm willing to do it but she like talks over him and we're, we're to understand that she wants him to live and yes yeah. but it seems improbable <laughs> I mean it, it seems improbable that anybody would have been able to do what they did twice one time after another and then right. the second time being like openly exposed to intense you know death radiation while they're doing it from the solar flare yeah um, yeah a lot of it doesn't seem like they check their science much <laughs> when coming up with this movie yeah i was surprised but, i mean i don't know how much how long one could survive in solar flare radiation but i she was a trooper because it oh, took it took them yeah. what like 20 plus minutes just to get up the first time yeah probably 
probably. So then she, and we know she was going to be careful going back down the second time because she slammed into the thing and lost the canister. So like she must when have been out for like an hour. I know. When, when she loses that first canister, it's just like, oh my God, why was that not tied onto you? Like It was. How, how were you just holding onto it or something? Well, how did it let go then? I don't know. Because it, it was tied to her. And then I think like oh. when she hit, the clasp broke or something, which is like, oh. you better get better clasps for... I guess, <laughs> I guess it was never intended to hoist an oxygen tank. But like, even so, I mean, anything that you're clipped onto out in space, you should hope wouldn't break yeah for real and like why didn't they have some sort of makeshift harness that like tied them on to this thing that they were climbing in case they slipped yeah. <laughs> they slipped they would just literally drift off into space i know that was the thing yeah a number of times they were just kind of like free floating and i'm like not you're not even attached to another person like what are you I doing know. out there <laughs> yeah i feel like a lot of times in these sorts of movies you see that they are tethered to different parts of the ship so it's kind of yeah that was kind of interesting yeah and i think that usually when like the actual astronauts have to go out and do like repairs and stuff on the outside of the ship they are tethered to it so that they don't just drift off into space right but not in this one (laughs) not in this one this one they're they're more daring in this one yeah but But... new, new mars technology yeah no, that was a tragic moment, though, because then you know someone's dead. You don't know who yet, but one of them's going to die. Um, I knew, like, yeah. all along they were going to go back. Someone was going to go back out and get the oxygen because they'd made a point about, like, being able to fill two tanks, you know? Right. Um, and, yeah, yeah. But she's able to get them. Why... <clears throat> See, I guess what I also didn't understand then is why they had to go back during yeah. the solar flare because it seemed like the oxygen tank that was leaking was still going to be leaking even after she took it like it was filling up you know their oxygen tank that didn't leak so it should have been fine just to sit there for a while until somebody could come back for it yeah because it it, it, i didn't get the impression that they'd reached critical where like if they spent a couple hours of during the storm they would they would asphyxiate because i don't think that one canister would really solve that problem <laughs> right no and the the reason that they made it seem like she had to go back was because the of the leak in the oxygen tank but the way that the oxygen tanks were shown to be set up was that she was draining the leaking one into one that didn't right. leak yeah so like why couldn't that have just chilled there for a day or two <laughs> yeah i don't get that unless she didn't seal the one but i thought she had i can't remember yeah, I was yeah. trying to figure that I out too. Like was... When she went back for it, she just like grabbed it and left. Like she didn't have to do anything right. else to it. Unless, I mean, were they afraid that? Oh, I think I might have figured it out. We okay. see they. So she lost the door to the rocket when she pulled it off, and it flew out. And right. then at the very end, um, when she's sitting on that thing. You can actually like sitting watching herself die. Essentially, she you could see right. um, you could see that like tiny bits of matter, like I don't know if they were tiny like rocks or bits of energy, were like blasting through her and leaving like scorch marks on her um, <clears throat> on her suit. And then she's okay. only out there for like she sits down and then like takes three breaths and she stops breathing. Um, yeah. Basically with an impact, I think, of one of those things. So what I think it is, is that because of that, if they'd left it exposed, 
it would have just flown into there and pierced that tank and they would have been screwed maybe Um, so she had to go then and just made it back before like the big part of the storm happened um but she'd already been exposed to radiation so she couldn't go back in you know the the oxygen tank it was fine to sub that back in all covered in radioactive dust but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but not but not her (laughs) well no well i can imagine she would have survived anyway probably best just to be like i'm gonna stay out here so that you don't have to deal with my you know irradiated corpse (laughs) (laughs) which is just i mean i guess that's a interesting way to die what a what a view i mean yeah (laughs) yeah and it looked like the storm itself was doing like interesting light things it looked very beautiful it probably would look like that if you you were viewing it that close up you know in the death zone it probably would have texture and color to it probably not like the best feeling to just you know be probably not extraordinarily radiated no, I imagine it wouldn't be enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> but it would look pretty if you were doing it on the top of a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, I would. But yeah, it's going to be, I can't imagine being in that situation because of course, like that's the end. We see her kind of die and look off and that's the end. But, you know, now they all have to kind of live with the fact that she sacrificed herself, which in in all fairness is probably a much better a much better death to cope with than like what they were originally going to have to do, which is oh. tell Michael to like get the fuck out of the ship. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, at least like, um, what was the, the botanist's name? David. Dave, David. Um, at least like he came up with a sort of humane way of being like, look, yeah. man, we don't have enough oxygen for you. Here's a pen, uh, like a shot, you know, that'll just kind of put you to sleep if you want to just take care of that for us. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Instead probably... of like, planning to murder him or whatever their original plan was. Yeah, walk out of the airlock or whatever. I can't imagine that would be horrifying, probably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just to give your... <laughs> euthanize yourself, essentially, would probably be a better situation. But, yeah, like, you know, Zoe's death, at least, is, like, it's not a suicide as so much as it's, like, she's sacrificing herself to save somebody else. And yeah. knowing that doing it is going to cause her to die kind of thing. Yeah. I did rewatching this um, was an interesting thing because I wanted to make sure I could remember some of the details because I did watch this first just for pleasure because I was like, "Ooh, a new film!" Right. and I watched it, so I needed to watch it again <laughs> to get some details. And the first time I watched it, I didn't realize like how uh, the commander Barnett was actually reacting to the news that she would have to kill Michael because I only remember the scene afterwards where she's telling um, David that that's what it is. She's like, well, he's going to have, or to both of them, actually, she's telling both, like, this is what it is. Um, I'm right. not asking for suggestions here. I'm just get, making sure that you're prepared to know that he has to die. Um, yeah. But then rewatching it, that scene that's like very cinematic where um, we are see- we're looking through the, the door of the whole, of the one room or whatever. And she's at the, the table talking to, you know, ground control or whatever um she actually says she proposes to him or asks him why can't i do it why can't i take his place and just die instead essentially um and they explain that like you know it's not going to be able to (laughs) someone needs to land the thing even though apparently right yeah even though apparently she made it clear that like there were people on mars already who could you know come up and help land the ship 
But but that made me see her in a completely different way. Because, of course, I felt like, you know, she was obviously very torn up about Zoe having to having to die and because she would have done it herself, clearly. But um, I hadn't realized that she also had been that emotional um, when she learned about Michael. So that was kind of like a nice thing to notice on the second watch. I was like, oh, yeah, she did really like was really upset about that. Yeah, no, I noticed that the first time on the way through. I, I think I actually like went back and re-listened to her conversation yeah. because it's done, in, it, it's done in a way where you don't hear the response yeah. from the people on Earth. You just hear her talking. Um, and yeah, it was it was a really well done scene there. We never actually hear any of the people on Earth talking. Yeah, no. like really, other than the beginning when they are still on Earth once they're not on like in Earth's atmosphere anymore. We don't hear the the other side of the conversation at all. Yeah. No, I just hear them. <clears throat> but um, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, that yeah. would be that would be such a shitty like position to be in as to be like the commander and not be able to do anything because, like, you would want to, you would want it to be you. Yeah, yeah. but of course, you know, we we had to have her like break her arm at the beginning of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um. The other thing, um, why why did nobody eat those microgreens that <laughs> that they had to kill there before they started growing the algae? He just like starts ripping them out. It's like why man, you could have eaten those. Yeah, I know, he's just like throwing maybe he's throwing them into a bag to keep for later. It looked like the trash to me. Or but... why couldn't why couldn't the algae have been like grown in a different room? Or why couldn't the microgreens have been moved to a different area? Like why did they have to be destroyed at all? That didn't make sense to me. Like, um, I know there, there was only one room set up for it, but you could have made space someplace else. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. No, I think, uh, yeah, I, I was surprised, too, to see him, like, ripping up his stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. A lot, of, lot more questions than answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um. That is true. Yeah. Overall, I would recommend it, though. I think yeah. it was you know, good enough to watch even the second time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you're a fan of, um, you know, sort of space movies of this sort, because I feel like there's a ton of them now of this sort of like yeah. astronaut trapped in an unfortunate situation type. Film. <laughs> but I appreciated um, it so much that there was never even like a slight hint of aliens in this movie. Like it was yeah. all just like human error and shitty luck <laughs> yeah yeah no that's very true oh uh, you know what's speaking of human error and stuff and shitty luck one thing that i just thought of too is that they weigh things meticulously like so and so could only have 800 grams like I, I i feel like there would be a way of being able to know like as it's to, as they're ready to take off like what the weight of the system is and if it oh. was like a human male overweight, like that would have been an indication <laughs> that maybe ought is a miss. I I am almost positive that they probably do have a way of weighing it in reality, and somebody would not accidentally get shot off to to Mars through NASA. <laughs> yeah, but uh, here we are. Yeah, well, you know, if you gotta you gotta suspend that disbelief in order to enjoy this movie. <laughs> you do, you do. This uh, wasn't NASA, after all. It was um, uh, it started with a T. What was the name of their company? It was uh, Hyperion, actually. No, it didn't start with a T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, Hyperion. Hyperion, not NASA. <laughs> um but yeah Hyperion doesn't even have a t in it it does, it does not <laughs> wow. that's okay though uh, did you have any quotes <laughs> no i didn't have any quotes i don't think did you it's not a very quotable movie no. I, I did have one though because it made me laugh out loud briefly um when the commander after they first find michael and the commander gets on the phone with the people on the in on earth and she says hey jim who the fuck is on my ship? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. A good question. A good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It wasn't like, aside from the occasional, you know, funny line, it, it wasn't, um, yeah. wasn't quotable. But that's okay. It didn't need to be. They don't all need to be quotable. I guess not. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much Stowaway. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you guys... Uh, What's that? I don't recommend stowing away on a spaceship. <laughs> don't do that. No, because someone's going to die one way or another. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it would end well. No. But um, if you did watch Stowaway and you want to let us know what you thought, you can reach out to us on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And you're also welcome to send us any suggestions for movies and or films or and or series. <laughs> <laughs> please, Netflix. please distinguish movies and films in your recommendation, <laughs> please. <laughs> yes, yes. Please let me know if it's a movie or a film or a series that you're recommending so i can sort them accordingly a series or show you know either one but uh yeah so thanks everyone for listening and until next time bye (laughs) goodbye yay it didn't cut out